Here at Dayluna, you know we love our morning routines and practices, and what you fuel your body with first thing in the morning honestly sets up your energy for the whole rest of the day. Lately, we've been obsessed with Forsigmatic Sweet Vanilla Protein Powder to start our day. If you haven't heard of them before, Forsigmatic is a vegan company that uses plant-based proteins, which is pretty freaking awesome. Their sweet vanilla protein powder has a variety of healthy mushrooms and essential amino acids without fillers or artificial flavors. And not only does it help repair your muscles, but it sustains whole body wellness. Four Sigmatic has a bunch of different amazing products. Um, You can try their chai latte with reishi, their matcha latte with lion's mane, or other delicious protein flavors like creamy cacao or peanut butter. We love Four Sigmatic so much. Honestly, we've been using their products for years. And we wanted to offer you guys an exclusive deal just for you. Use the link in our show notes to grab 10% off any product at Four Sigmatic by using code DAYLUNA. Just head to foursigmatic.com and use code DAYLUNA at checkout. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com and use the code DAYLUNA, one word, D-A-Y-L-U-N-A for 10% off. We hope you guys love it as much as we do. Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shayna. Today, we are recording a solo episode, just Shayna and I, because we wanted to share with you guys this topic of soul contracts. So we've mentioned this like a few times before in podcasts, and a lot of you have reached out to us um, saying that you want to hear more about what is a soul contract. And this is something that, you know, in our personal lives, We think about a lot and we feel really deeply the different experiences and situations and people that come into our lives. We feel how they are here to teach us and help us evolve and grow. And these really aligned experiences that do that are things that your soul chose for you to experience in this lifetime, a soul contract. So we're excited to jump into this topic with you guys and share what we feel, but we do want to lead with the fact that what we're going to share is our personal experience. So you might find online, on YouTube, different videos talking about sold contracts that might say slightly different things. And we think it's important to know that um, you're going to have your own experience of what this means to you, but we wanted to share what our experience is in case it resonates for you and helps you expand. Yes. And I think that this is perfect timing for this episode because, um, especially with this Libra full moon that we just had, this uh, theme and connecting with other people and understanding your relationships and kind of softening around those relationships and being open to feeling them more and releasing trauma or pain or, um, you know, welcoming in healing. I've been feeling that 
a lot mm-hmm. within all my relationships. And yeah, I think that this is just divinely timed per usual as mm-hmm. everything is. Um, so we just wanted to invite you guys to drop in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I'm going to light some Palo Santo. Um, so for everyone listening, you know, when we're collectively together in this space energetically, um, this Palo Santo kind of reaches out and and may it bless all of us that are here. So I'm going to light it really quickly. Yeah, so if you are driving, um, obviously don't close your eyes, but if you are somewhere where you can, we invite you to just take a deep breath with us now. And let yourself elevate and allow this Palo Santo virtually to cleanse and clear any stuck energy you might have, anything that might be keeping you from your truth internally, energetically. And just create space within your own energetic body to hear your truth throughout this podcast, throughout this information, as it hits your cells, really sensing for yourself what resonates, what rings true as truth for you. If you're here today listening This is divine timing. This is the perfect time to connect with this information. So I just invite you now to take one more deep breath. And really let yourself clear out, be present, be grounded. And give that love and gratitude for yourself, for your body for your mind, for your energy today. So thank you for being here with us. Mm -hmm. And let's just get right into how we observe and resonate with the term soul contracts. Yes. Uh Oh, thank you, Shana. That felt really good to drop in. We haven't done that in a while on the podcast. Um, Okay, so as we kind of mentioned before, the reason that you're here in this lifetime is to grow and to learn lessons and to evolve your consciousness and to become more aware of unity consciousness, of the oneness of the universe, to become more connected and to remember throughout this lifetime, this truth that you are part of this oneness, that you are connected to this infinite universal love and to remember your space and belonging within the whole. And, you know, in this lifetime, as we come into this human incarnation, we have this forgetting that happens when we're born into this world. And all of the things that we know and feel on the other side are temporarily veiled. And we're not really able to access them as clearly as we are before we're incarnated. And the reason for that is to give us this experience of learning as a human being, where you're limited. You're limited to your five physical senses. You're limited to this 3D reality. You're limited to this linear time frame, And all of that is designed to give you this school, this like, you know, space where 
you're able to learn and grow and have these challenges that could only happen for you in this physical plane. So it really is a gift to get to use to get to have this human experience, um, but it's designed to be challenging, right? When we're in higher planes of consciousness before we incarnate, we're already connected to this universal love, sense of belonging, having this understanding. And when we're in this human form, we're designed to forget all of that. And it's like, where is that love? Where, where do I belong? And we're searching for these things in an external way. Um, but the truth is, it's already within you all along. So we talk about that a lot when we talk about the G-Center and, you know, what is self-love? We it's part of this human experience to have that veil of forgetfulness, to forget that love, and then to remember it. So every you know challenge that you have here in your physical life is a perfectly designed curriculum that's here to help you remember your truth, evolve as a human being, come closer to remembering that truth and love and unity. So these experiences and challenges that we have, though, in this human form, they're not random. A lot of them are things that your soul agreed upon and selected and perfectly designed before you come into this incarnation. So, you know, these these things that your soul chooses, um, you know, it's it's your your name and your birthday and your design and your relationships and situations that might happen to you. And a lot of these things are things that other souls agree upon with you. You agree that the two of you are going to meet on this earth plane at a specific time to help each other, to have this situation and to allow yourself to grow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if this kind of topic is new to you, I do want to recommend going back and listening to Everything is Energy podcast, um, Oneness versus Differentiation podcast, Fate versus Destiny podcast, um, and G-Center, um, the Sacred Portal podcast, and also What the Fuck is Self-Love podcast. All of those episodes that we've done in the past really do touch on this um all of this, you know, way of, of living and connecting to everyone in your life and the world around you and to yourself and to your own direction. Um, but it is so important to be able to kind of zoom out a little bit and say, you know, when you're having a challenge or you're having, um, you know, Uh, pain or something that you're going through that's really difficult to say, okay, what is this teaching me? And was this a curriculum that I selected for myself? And what am I learning? And um, how can I feel through this? Now, I do want to say that everything that we're talking about in this podcast is not here to um, help you spiritually bypass any of the hardships that you are going through actually it's the opposite it's here to help you lean into them without the fear that you're going to get lost in them and that they're going to overtake your life um so you know life is all about learning lessons and growing and evolving and becoming more aware and conscious like dana was saying um and all of that remembering of your truth and remembering your loving is here to help the whole. So we're all connected. We're all these puzzle pieces. We're meant to interact like we just talked about in probably our last podcast or the one before. 
we're meant to feel each other and to be felt. And so when you um, lean into the, your soul contracts, it allows you to help everyone else that you're connected to. Mm-hmm. Um, so every challenge that you feel is literally a catalyst that helps your soul to grow. Um, it's the purpose of your life and it is that expansion mm-hmm. that you're here to really grow into. Yeah, and I love what you said about um, these soul contracts and like seeing things through this lens is not here to help you bypass it. It really is here to help you lean in to the things that may be challenging. And I have been feeling that lesson coming to me so deeply in the last month because I think I've shared a little bit on the podcast, but I'm in in the process of searching for a house to buy our first home. And it's been such a roller coaster ride for me um, in so many ways. And I was not expecting it to be something that was so like challenging for me where I personally was learning so many lessons about being resilient, about being patient, about trusting in the universe, about putting in the effort. Like all of these lessons have been like swirling around in this one experience. And, you know, I found myself having this natural inclination of wanting to bypass, like feeling all of the challenging parts of it, because I'm like, I'm this spiritually evolved person and I've done so much work like this. Everything should just be easy for me. And I realized that this experience is 100% something that's part of my path that my soul chose for me. And there are these deeper lessons that are involved and that every person and every energy in the universe is supporting me in learning this lesson. And that the reason that I've had these challenges is because they are perfectly Uh, planned out experiences to help me grow, evolve, and learn the lessons that I need to learn to become that better version of myself and to continue to expand. And, you know, there's this feeling of like, I don't want things to be challenging, but that means that you're not going to grow and you're not going to evolve if things are not challenging for you. And guess what? The purpose of living on this life is to continue evolving, growing, expanding forever for all of your life. And like, I think that's a big thing that people get stuck in is feeling like, okay, I've made it this far. I've done this much work and now I should be on cruise control where everything is amazing all of the time. And I do think it is that the more work that you do, the more you expand and grow in general, things become a much higher vibration in your life, but you're always going to continue to have challenges pop up so that you can grow through them and continue to learn those lessons. Now, those challenges can be, you know, a really low vibration of things like having domestic abuse in your life or like struggling with addiction, or they can be a higher vibration of like chasing your dreams and and really wanting to go after your mission in life. But either way, you're supposed to have these challenges. It's a part of what your soul planned for you. And avoiding them and feeling like, you know, if you have challenges, then that means that you're not spiritually evolved. Or if you have challenges, then that means that you're not doing a good job in life. That is not the point, right? The point is when you have a challenge, how can you see it as part of your soul contract to move through this and allow yourself to feel all of the things that it brings up um, and to lean into this experience? And that is really what your soul is wanting for you at all times. So I just wanted to kind of share that because it's been something that it's what it's so funny how life happens in these spirals where like you think you made it to some point and you're like, okay, now I'm done with ever experiencing challenges ever again. And then like some huge challenge comes up and you're like, okay, it's my job to just lean into this and embrace it um, and be here with open eyes and an open heart. Um, yeah. 
And it's interesting, you know, because I think that it's so easy to fall into feeling, you know, if I just get this, then I'm done. I'm good. Mm -hmm. If I just, (laughs) you know, take this course, then I'm done. I'm good. If I just have this house, then I'm done. I'm good. And it's constantly, you know, we're constantly finding ourselves wanting the the next thing. And Mm -hmm. I think a part of that is because energetically, we know we're we're designed to be constantly expanding. Yeah. We're not designed to be stagnant. And so we can really attach that to physical things. And there's nothing wrong with physical things. I mean, we live in a physical world. Um, but it's it's knowing that you can only truly expand and feel through the expansion and not bypass the expansion when you are conscious of, of today in this moment what am I feeling? What is this teaching me? If there a challenge does pop up, okay, what am I learning from this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to say, you know, with this same vein of, you know, you choose your, your contracts, you choose mm-hmm. your curriculum, your lessons, the things that are challenging for you. A lot of people ask us, you know, well, if, you know, I was born with a C-section and, you know, it was, it was planned, does my human design still apply? And, the answer is yes. I mean, you mm-hmm. chose your parents that mm-hmm. and you chose when you were born and you, you chose, chose the C-section, the C-section. You chose parents that were going to decide when you were born and how you were born. So it's not about, um, you know, letting it just be like, oh, this is when the universe chose you to be born. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that like you chose how the things that you wanted to learn in this lifetime and what your design was going to be. So yeah. um, it's really interesting. And can you talk about like a little bit more on, I guess, what we choose? Yeah. So, so far what we've talked about is the situations that can be your soul contracts, these experiences that your soul kind of planned out and that are happening for you to learn lessons. But also a huge part of what your soul contracts are, are the different things that your soul chooses for your design, for the aspects of your life, for your characteristics. So let's kind of break those things down and talk a bit about them because I think it can be really empowering and helpful to understand how all of the different things in our life are things that we chose and are a part of our soul contract. So one thing is your soul chooses your birthday. We talk about this a lot in human design. We just talked about it doesn't matter if it's a C-section or whatever, but the reason that you get your unique individual characteristics comes from your birthday. So your birthday is an extremely significant thing that your soul chooses, and it's a huge part of what your soul contracts uh comprise. So your soul chooses this exact day and this exact location on earth so that you're getting this neutrino stream that's filtered by the position of the planets in a certain way. And though that planetary energy in that neutrino stream is the thing that imprints onto your being the moment that you're born and creates your uniqueness, your personality. And three months before that, whatever the energy was three months before that, is that other planetary energy in the neutrino stream is creating the design. So you have these two very significant times, your birthday and your design day, which is about 88 um, days approximately before the moment that you're born. These two days and the specific cosmic energy that is there 
is the thing that creates your uniqueness. It is the thing that creates your unique um, gates that are defined, and those gates create your centers that are defined, and those centers that are defined creates your energy type and your authority. So all of these energetic qualities, traits, characteristics that make you you, that we talk about in your human design chart, these are all things that your soul perfectly selected so that you have the traits that you need to live the purpose that you're here to live and to give the world your unique frequency that you're here to give. So the, you know, your birthday, whatever that day is, it's a very special thing that is part of your soul contract, whatever those, those characteristics are. And I think it's so important to honor that because a lot of times when we hear about our design, especially in the beginning, we can feel like, man, why did I have to be a projector? Like, why did I have to have the gate of doubts or the gate of shock? Like, I don't like these things about myself, but it's so important to understand that your soul chose those for a reason. They are each and every single aspect of your design is a gift that's here to help you be the person that you're here to be. So, and if there's anything in your design that you're like, I don't like that, or I wish I didn't have it, you have lessons to learn around accepting that and healing that conditioning that tells you that this thing is not a positive thing. Um, and you know, another thing that's in your design with having, you know, there's different places in your chart, but for example, with having an undefined ego center, it can feel at first really disempowering. Like I don't have this consistent motivation to work on things. But once you realize that your soul chose this for yourself, it's a part of your soul contract to have this energy. You realize that you don't need consistent motivation to create the amount of success that you're here to create. Literally what you dream of doing and desire doing, what's your destiny, you're designed to get there with exactly what you have in your design. There's no mistakes there. So I think it can feel really empowering to see that within yourself and that things that, you know, before in your life, before human design, before astrology, you thought that these things were some of your biggest challenges or your biggest weaknesses. But there's a way to see that those exact qualities that you used to think were your weaknesses are actually some of your greatest powers. And once you have that awareness and that acceptance, and once you're really able to embrace it, that your soul didn't make a mistake, that you have this for a reason, I think it becomes so much easier to believe in, believe in yourself. And to just lean into who you are instead of searching for some quality outside of yourself that you think you need to have in order to be successful. So that's like the biggest one that we want to drill in is your soul chose your birthday, chose your design. That's part of your soul contract is to live out with these qualities. But also, as we already mentioned, you choose your parents, you choose your siblings, you choose, you know, the people that are going to be close to you when you're raised, um, when you're growing up and in other points in your life as well. You choose even like your roommates that are going to give you some challenging experience. Like every single person in your life, you agreed upon having that relationship with them, whether it's an incredible relationship that helps you heal and helps you have joy and play and grow, um, or whether it's a challenging or very painful relationship that um, brings about a big wound that is also here to help you grow and evolve. So I just wanted to kind of break that down for a second because that was a light bulb moment in my life when I truly understood that I chose my parents and I chose my siblings because I distinctly remember the feeling when I was in high school of being like, why do I, why, why did I get stuck with this father? Why did I get stuck with this brother? Like this is 
something that's not fair. And I feel like a victim that I am stuck with these people and in their influence. And that was so disempowering for me to feel that resentment and that bitterness. And once I learned, oh my God, I chose these people in my life for a reason, I felt like it completely freed me and and empowered me to this rise out of that victim mentality and into that true empowerment mentality. Yeah. And, you know, all these things that you've been talking about that are destined to happen, right? These soul contracts and and what we choose, um, it's all energetic, right? Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, you know, there's a low expression and a high expression of all of our gates, all of our gifts, all of our soul contracts, all of the, the things that are destined to happen. But all of that stuff, there's infinite potentials with mm-hmm. all of it. Like you were kind of talking about in the beginning, this veil that, you know, that we kind of have this forgetfulness and through us expanding and growing throughout our life, that doesn't mean that, you know, 100% because you have this soul contract, you're going to have this fate mm-hmm. or you're going to become a millionaire or you're going to, you know, struggle your whole life. Like n- none of that, um, just because you choose these lessons that you're going to learn before before you're born and the soul contracts that you're going to have, it doesn't mean that it's going to play out that way. There's an infinite amount of possibilities that could happen and potential. Mm-hmm. So um, our job, uh, you know, living consciously is to lean into the highest vibration mm-hmm. and to lean into understanding and um, having awareness around these these difficult things so Mm -hmm. like you said you know it really does empower you once you start to see oh okay my dad or my mom is a soul contract that I chose and what is that what is that teaching me and I think you know us being in each other's lives is such a major soul contract Mm -hmm. with just the lessons that we have taught each other but also that we kind of can help each other navigate through, you know, both of us losing our dad so young and same thing with our friend, our best friend, Emma, she lost her dad really young. And I think that our soul, I know that our souls chose to lose our dads at such a young age um, to teach us, well, I mean, different lessons for each of us, but for me specifically, um, to really fully understand how precious life is and um, to to really not take for granted people and, and um, to feel that from a young age. And I know that any loss that is a major lesson that everyone learns is that life is fragile and it's valuable and it's... Um, limited. And also, you know, there's so many other lessons that our dads taught us just in general, but that they both happen during our Saturn returns, I think is a, is a major lesson that we've always been able to connect with. Yeah, absolutely. And there's this other phrase of like your soul family. So you choose your, um, actual family. That's, you know, your dad and your brother and your mom and your sister, but you also choose 
this soul family, like these other souls that are going to come in at the same time as you and your energies are going to help each other and help each other heal. And, you know, for sure, a hundred percent, you and I are this soul family and Emma too, you know, having these best friends, like you're going to have this challenging experience and that's predetermined and a soul contract that you've set up with your parents. So, you know, our dad's dying our dad selected the day that he's going to die before he incarnated into this into this lifetime. And we agreed upon it before we incarnated. So not only do you choose the day that you're born, you also choose predetermined the day that you're going to die. And all of it is there to help us all evolve and grow. And, you know, we have these really painful, challenging experiences. And then we also have these, these people that are our soul family, that are our friends that are going to help us heal and grow and move through it with that sense of comfort. And like, when I think about our soul, con soul contract, you and I, Shana, it's like mind blowing to me because how could you have ever known that you're going to have this other person in your life that helps you step into your dharma path that helps you heal from you know the things that you've experienced and like I feel like both of us you know we're we're friends but we're more than that like we really are this family where everything that I've experienced with my family with my siblings like you've been there to see it and to support me and to hold my hand through it and vice versa and you know that's such a beautiful gift to be given so it's really about you have these soul contracts that are amazing. How can you appreciate them? How can you be so grateful for them and really feel them? And then you have these soul contracts that are extremely painful and challenging. And also, how can you be grateful for them and know that they're they're a part of your life? And, you know, with, with our dad's passing, like my own personal experience, um, you know, a, a parent passing can be extremely challenging. And if you are not at a high vibration, if you are not in alignment, personal alignment, when something like that happens, it can really derail you. It can really put you into a downward spiral. However, if you are someone who has chosen to be conscious, you've chosen to choose that higher vibration, to choose that level of awareness, you've chosen to be in alignment and to really honor and trust yourself, that experience is still going to be challenging, but it's going to have this, this beauty attached to it. So that's what we mean by, you know, you have these experiences that are selected, um, but by having a different level of vibration, by you having the free will to choose this higher plane of existence in your life, it does become easier and you are able to kind of learn the lessons and remember while you are actually here. So I just wanted to kind of share that with my dad passing. Um, when I was younger, I used to feel a lot like it was really unfair that my dad had me when he was so old because he was in his 50s when he had me. And, you know, when I was in high school, I had this like dad that should be my grandpa's age, but instead it's my dad. And I really felt kind of like embarrassed by it and... Um, it was just difficult for me to have to like help him with his like walker and things like that when I was in high school and everyone else had these like young dads that are like playing football with them and like going to concerts with them. And, you know, I didn't get it at that point with that level of awareness. But luckily, by the time he passed away, I had done so much work and I had really wanted to see things and I had wanted to remember and I had done a lot of healing on myself. And by the time he passed, I really understood that his relationship, exactly as it is, is such a gift for me because I was able to feel all of the things that I learned from him, um, all the positive things, all the overtly positive things, and all the things from the challenges. And, 
you know, when he passed, I had this experience doing a yoga nidra class where his energy came to me and told me that it was always the plan for him and I that the greatest gift he would ever give me would be him passing away when I was this young because I would get to experience that and understand that that death is not this final thing. It's instead this beautiful, sacred transition that is just as much a part of life as birth is. And the way that we celebrate a birth, we should also be celebrating a death because it's not the ending. It's this, this cycle of someone's spirit you know, being released, but they always stay with you. So that gift that my dad gave me, he told me that that was always the plan, you know, and I really was able to embrace it. And it helped me so much to have that level of awareness. And I know with you, Shana, you had kind of like a similar experience where you understand what your soul contract is with your dad and him dying in this, in this time in your life. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's interesting because when you talk about, you know, loss and grief and pain, um, it can feel confusing, right? Because everybody processes grief so differently and everybody processes loss so differently. And, you know, whether you're really in alignment or not, it's always going to be a different experience. And that's because, you know, you chose that experience, of course. But um, I think that it's important to know that you're here to feel the fullness of life. And that's really echoed and taught a lot in human design, feeling the highs and the lows. You know, having that emotional wave, really understanding your emotional wave can help you to navigate more, um, I don't want to say easily, but more presently, um, those lows. And to not only be striving for happiness, but to also know that pain and hope both of those things lead to to love. Um, and pain and hope are just as as equal and as valid. So, you know, for example, with what you're talking about, when you experience this great loss, that is pain. But that pain and that heartache helps you to realize like this truer depth of love. Um, so, you know, I think that you wrote it so perfectly of just people really feel and say like, you know, I I just want to end all suffering. And that suffering is different than pain. So suffering is holding on to and resisting pain. And that is so important to understand because I think that when we talk about pain, we talk about loss in this, in this view, right? that it can seem like, oh, well, you're just saying that if you're in alignment, then it's going to be beautiful and you can just overcome it. And it's it's not about overcoming. It's about not resisting pain because that is what's going to cause you suffering. That's what's going to numb you. And then you have to go back and you have to really kind of pick apart those scabs to really feel that and heal that. So I do think that, you know, with my dad passing of course, it was the most painful thing I've gone through so far in my life. And it's taught me so much about myself and my relationships. It's, it's, 
it's forced me to look at my soul contracts with in a deeper lens, you know, like with you and with Emma, this soul contract and and how crazy that is that that's happened in our lives at such a young age and and um, what that really looks like, you know, but it's also caused me to look at my relationships with my sisters and, you know, my mom and, you know, with Brian and getting married right now, you know, a year and a half after my dad passes and my dad not being at my wedding, there's so much pain there, but there's also so much more depth and connection um, and love there. It's like a way more deeper, I almost said deeper depth of love, (laughs) deeper depth. (laughs) Um, But it, it really, it really is. I mean, Brian being there for me and my soul contract with Brian and him being there for me and how he handled my dad passing and was so supportive and so incredibly, incredibly strong and, and just like divine masculine freaking and like, I just, it, it made me love everyone in my life so much more. So I think that there is with these, these hard things, there is beauty. And, you know, it, talking about death and loss, it's easy to, I guess it's easier to find that beauty there. Cause it's such a, you know, thing that everybody's going to experience mm-hmm. is, is loss like this. Right. Um, at some point in their life and they're going to learn the lessons that that's meant to be there, but it's harder to do it when it's a challenging relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, my relationship with my mom, Mm -hmm. that's a big lesson in my life that I am constantly coming back to and trying to come with presence and trying to come with, okay, this is happening for me not happening to me. And, and growing up that, really was challenging and it's hard to there's a fine line between setting boundaries with challenging things and not um just reacting out of fear and anger um, Mm -hmm. but to have more understanding compassion so it's that can look like you know you having a sibling that's really challenging and that's teaching you how to be more resilient that can look like you having you know a parent abandon you and that's teaching you independence and teaching you self love and self um like i wanted to say umph but that Unshame. yeah like mm-hmm. that drive to okay you know what nobody's going to fix this for me nobody's going to change this for me i have to to do this for myself i have to do that inner work for myself so these lessons that you choose, they might not be as big as like, you know, your dad dying in your twenties, but it it can be just having somebody totally not be there for you when you, when you needed them. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can be so easy to be like, F that person. They hurt me. They suck. I don't want them in my life anymore. Or it can be, okay, this is happening for me. Mm -hmm. All of my relationships are happening for me. And if that's the case, what am I learning here? And how can I lean into the, what I'm learning versus saying, 
like F this, I'm not going to even do this. And, and that's leaning away from your expansion. Yeah. And it's a conscious choice because when something happens to you that feels painful, for me, I constantly feel that little inkling to just want to go straight into that victimization of like, poor me, like this happened to me and it hurt. And it's coming back to that truth of like, no, I'm stopping that pattern. And I'm telling myself, I know, and I trust, and I believe that this is happening for me. So what's the lesson here? And sometimes you'll be able to find it, but sometimes you won't. You just have to trust that there is a lesson that's happening in your favor because you're still in it. You know, um, when these painful things happen to you, if you experience, you know, an assault or, you know, sexual assault, something like that, that is just so painful and so wounding. Um, it's hard to see when you're in it, how this could possibly be a gift for you, but having that trust and belief and knowing that you're going to get through it and that you have support, like you're not just alone here in this lifetime, even though it can seem like that because we're here in this lifetime to experience this illusion of individuality, but it is an illusion that we are an individual. And that's like, we're all talking about that in human design. Like you're an individual, you're unique. These are your qualities. That's true in this like 3D realm, but on a higher level, it's not true. You're not an individual. You are this oneness and you have, you know, your spirit team, your spirit guides, ascended masters, people who love you, who are supporting you. And as you go through these things, if if you're struggling having that trust and faith, like that this is happening for you, um, I found it really helpful to know that you are supported and that you can call upon these, your spirit team, your unique spirit team to comfort you and to guide you. You can call upon your higher self to, to just connect in and feel that you're held and loved and supported and, and, and wrapped in that light. And that's a conscious choice that you can take at any time when you do have these experiences happen to you. Yeah. And I do want to say, you know, that, yeah, it does definitely take time for the lesson to, to come to light. Mm -hmm. um, when you're in it. Right. Um, but you know, as somebody who has been sexually assaulted before the lesson that I really learned from that is it's kind of like darker. It, they're not always like rainbow and butterflies. Like life is so beautiful, but it is, you know, one major lesson was the, the connection I feel more deeply to women in general and feeling like, you know, women get sexually assaulted all the time. One in three women are sexually assaulted in their life. And I do feel a deeper connection. I don't want to say camaraderie, but it is that feeling of, of, um, wow, we are strong. We are beautiful. I have more reverence for my body and for the resiliency of my physical body. I am honoring my body more, having more sacredness of my body. Um, and I have more, more strength in feeling like I can go through something physically and have it rock me and shake my, my world. And also come out feeling stronger than I've mm -hmm. ever felt before. So yeah. it is darker, you know, it's not like I'm saying, oh, I'm glad that happened to me at all, mm -hmm. but it is saying, you know, that happened. 
Yeah. And And I'm not going to ignore that it happened. I'm not going to pretend that it didn't happen. I'm not going to not talk about it because it makes people feel uncomfortable. I, you know, that's another lesson that that taught me was, Mm -hmm. was talking about things that are uncomfortable um, because it always leads to more love, more connection, more healing, even though when you're in it, it might feel so insanely uncomfortable. I mean, even with our dads dying, talking about my dad, um, I noticed in grief that it makes people feel uncomfortable in a room. Um, but the more that I just do it casually, you know, oh, my dad loved this too. Or, oh my gosh, that's something my dad would always say. Or, you know, oh, my dad hated that and blah, 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 blah. You know, at first people would feel like, oh, okay, like this is uncomfortable. But now, you know, everyone around me is able to talk about more challenging things without it being awkward, without it being weird. Um, And that's leading to more connection, more love, more authenticity. Because the truth is, is that when those things pop up in your head and then you quiet them down, like, oh, I shouldn't say that, that would make the room tense or make people uncomfortable, you know, to hear that you've been sexually assaulted um, or that somebody's died. When, when you quiet that voice, you are, you are telling the universe and yourself that my truth is not important and that my thoughts aren't valuable here. Um, that my pain doesn't matter or that pain is bad and only thing that's good is happiness. Um, and, and that is pulling you away from your authenticity, away from your expansion. Um, it just reminds me, you know, this weekend we saw a good friend of ours, um, who we talked to, like, we just get in really good conversations with them, but we were talking about, you know, your first childhood memory that you can remember and all of his were, we were kind of laughing, but they were all tied to trauma. It's like, Oh, I answered the door and like this woman had a cut on her head and she was bleeding from her head. And, and you know, I, I don't remember how old I was, but it just, it turned out that she tripped like coming up to the door and hit her head and then knocked on the door, but I answered it. And like all of his things were traumatic, but he wasn't in like holding back from saying them mm-hmm. because that comfortableness was there because I think when you choose to lead the way and do something that's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you create space for other people too as well. So it's Absolutely. always going to be scary to lean into your lessons. Yeah. It's always going to be scary to be the first one around you to talk about something that maybe hasn't happened to people around you. Um, but when you do, it creates space for Absolutely. expansion. Vulnerability and acceptance and letting people see you like all of that stuff you're someone in their life that then helps them lean further into their life lessons and their expansion and you know it just when i'm hearing you talk about just your whole everything you just said there's so many beautiful wisdom codes that are within human design and one of them is that fullness embracing the fullness of life gate 55 which is the gate of spirit this is a huge energy that we are evolving towards as a collective yes is embracing it all embracing it all the full spectrum of absolute pain to beautiful love and hope we are here to embrace it all. And we've come from this conditioning in the old paradigm of wanting to be shallow. Like we're literally shallow breathers, shallow talkers. Like we're afraid of the depth. And that blocks us from 
the higher end of that spectrum of growing into beautiful joy and hope and expansion. But in general, we're not here to grow in one way. When something expands, it expands in all directions. So the deeper depths and the higher highs. And it's so helpful to stop labeling our lessons and our experiences as good and bad and to instead just that they are. Like, this is what is here I am here to lean into it. I'm here to embrace it. I'm here to talk about it. Another lesson like wisdom code embedded in human design is talking about your emotions in that way. And embracing the fullness of our emotions is another extremely important theme that we must accept in as a collective to be able to evolve. You know, when you have a emotion that's on that higher end of that spectrum, we're taught that that's good. If you have an emotion that's on that lower end of the spectrum, we're taught that that's bad. And we really need to erase that labeling of good and bad and instead embrace whatever comes, whether it's coming from your emotional wave, whether it's coming from an experience that you had in life, whether it's coming from an energy that you're picking up from someone else because you maybe have your solar plexus undefined. The point is embrace it. Lean in, be vulnerable, let people see it, talk about it, share it when you feel called to. Um, It's a beautiful gift to be able to feel that fullness. And I also wanted to say something, Shana, that I think is really interesting when you're talking about just in general, some of the lessons you've learned about, you know, being a woman and having that camaraderie. Another soul contract that you have, your soul chooses your gender. Because whatever gender you have in this lifetime is going to be the one that helps you expand the most in this lifetime. So we've all had lifetimes where we're different genders, male and female. And of course, we've also have this non-binary that's coming into our collective where you you know, may have the physical body of a woman, but you may really identify with that male energy. And that is something that is no mistake Your soul chose all of that perfectly because it's the thing that's going to help you expand. So people actually ask us a lot what human design has to say about gender and gender roles and gender identity and also sexual identity. And honestly, what human design has to say about it is not much because what human design has to say is that each person is unique. So you are going to have your own version of masculine and feminine energy within you because all of us no matter what gender we are has both masculine and energy feminine energy within us yin and yang energy within us and you know it doesn't really matter there's no label for you know gender and gender roles and sexual identity that we're supposed to subscribe to we are supposed to feel what is natural for us and what our soul chose for us and to honor that that is our truth. And we're here to accept the fact that everyone is going to have a unique expression. And that is another huge lesson that we are moving into as we evolve yes. as a humanity in this new paradigm is letting people have their unique expression of that and honoring that it's a part of who they are, a part of their soul contract and feeling for your own self that there are no limits or rules you are really supposed to feel what your soul chose for you and know that there are no mistakes in that area of life. Yes. And that is true with everything. That's like the main thing we're moving into is is your authority is telling you what your truth is. Yeah. So if your body says, hell yes, this is what I identify as, or this is what I feel, that's your truth. And that, you know, it's not, it's, this new paradigm is about taking back your own authority mm-hmm. and that is you saying how you identify um, how you feel 
um, and not having to look towards other people to tell you who you should identify as and what's acceptable and what the collective's going to think and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, I love that you brought that up. And, and, you know, going back to just what am I learning here and these soul contracts that we have, um, leaning into what you're learning is so important because that situation can't pass until you learn the lesson. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times that we will see, you know, patterns or cycles and, you know, people with gate 44, if you have that, like you're gifted, there's a lot of us out here who are gifted at spotting life cycles and spotting the patterns that ho- might be holding us back. But the reason why that's happening is most likely because you are not leaning into what you're learning and then um, applying it and and changing with it because that lesson will keep coming back. So often the universe will bring you a test for you to display this newly acquired skill or this new level of consciousness that you, you've gained through this lesson. So... Um, if you're able to use it in that lesson, great, you you expand past it and you keep going. But if you're not and you revert back to your old behavior before you learn the lesson, that's kind of like you failed the test. Like it might come back again and then it's saying, okay, this is something that's challenging. This is something that's hard. Are you leaning into what you're learning and applying it? Or when it comes up again, are you then saying, like, oh, nope, I'm going back to being really defensive. I'm going back to removing myself or, um, you know, choosing what feels easy to me instead of leaning into what feels right to my body. My uh, And so human design is great at helping you navigate any test the universe might find um, or send your way because you can genuinely just use your authority. And if you're listening to your body, listening to your truth, you're going to navigate that um, and and expand past it. Yeah. And that is a truth bomb. Like that, you know, when you acquire that new perspective, you break that limiting belief, then life brings you that test. And it's like, okay, now it's going to be put to the test. It's going to be an experience that challenges. Do you have, do you believe in this new level of awareness? Do you trust in this new skill that you've acquired? And are you actually applying it? Because, you know, just understanding something mentally or conceptualizing it, but not actually putting it to the test when life actually brings you that challenging experience, you're going to fail that test if you don't do that. And it's going to keep coming back over and over again. And, you know, the more that you can lean into things and just embrace it the first time and, and let yourself feel whatever it is that you feel, let yourself really have that awareness, um, the easier you're going to be able to pass these tests and continue to grow and evolve. But guess what? You're always going to be growing and evolving. There's always going to be these new skills to acquire. There's always another level deeper of healing to do and releasing limiting beliefs. Like we were saying in the beginning, there's not this like one point where you get there and you're like, great, now I never have to pass another test the rest of my life. You continue to grow and evolve. And, you know, I also wanted to talk about... um, As far as like these soul contracts and life lessons and things like that, um, someone asked a question of us recently on Instagram. They're asking about how can our ancestors be watching us or supporting us 
on the spiritual plane if they've reincarnated. So if they've reincarnated and they're living in a new human form, then how can they be there supporting us? And I thought that this was a really interesting question um, and something that I personally have kind of uh, an experience with. So I just wanted to share it really really quickly. Um, And that is that, you know, my brother also passed away when I was in high school. And that was my first, you know, close person in my life that I experienced passing. And I think that happening to me at such a young age for sure shaped my consciousness and my level of awareness from then forward. But more recently, so it's been like over 10 years since he passed away. And, you know, I've been doing all of this work to try to constantly commit to raising my vibration and raising my level of awareness and consciousness. Like for so many years now, that's been the forefront of of my daily practice is, you know, to become more in alignment, to go deeper and to raise my vibration. And I had this dream when I was sleeping um, where my brother came to me and it was this distinct feeling like he was actually there. Like, not just like I was dreaming about him, but really he was visiting me. I could feel him. I could feel his aura. I could see like his eyelashes and his eyebrow hairs. And it was just like such a beautiful experience to see him. And he told me like, take my hand. I want to show you something. And we like zoomed through this like cosmic field of all of these different dimensions and like parallel universes. And like, we could see this like linear, like non-linear soup of just quantum everythingness. And it was such an expanding experience for me. And kind of overwhelming because it was so infinite and vast. And then he kind of communicated to me this message that he had been waiting for me to raise my vibration to a point where I would be able to receive this message. Because without having my vibration high, without having this openness to understand these concepts, he wouldn't be able to even come to me or tell me these things. So he's like, I've been waiting for you to expand your awareness to this point to tell you this message that... I have reincarnated in a physical body and a part of me stays with you forever. Like my consciousness that you guys knew um, stays and is with you at all times and knows everything that you do. And I feel so deeply proud of you. And I guide you guys when you ask me to, and I hear the things that you say to me and I am reincarnated in another human form and I'm reincarnated in other human forms, in other dimensions, in other parallel universes. So basically what he was explaining to me is that each of us as a, as a soul, as a, a spiritual being, we are multidimensional and we are not singular the way that we feel like we are here on this earthly experience. And that really expanded my awareness so much to know that, you know, we're talking about your soul is, you know, before you incarnate, you choose these soul contracts and you choose your design and you come down to earth and you live this one life, but it's really not that singular. And it's not that simple, right? Our souls are infinite and they are this stream that's connected to source energy. So, when we talk about past lives and like the lessons that you learn from your past life and you bring it into this life as karma that you're here to resolve, um, you have these soul contracts of people that you're here to be with. We think about it like it's like this one, 
you know, thing that's happening. But really, it's like this one television channel. And there's these other channels that are playing in other spaces of your soul experiencing past lives in this very moment, because all time is happening now, of your soul experiencing your same life in different dimensions or parallel universes. Um, So I just wanted to kind of say that all of this stuff that we're talking about, like we're talking about it in this very human way, because that's the way that we know how to understand it and share these ideas. And I do think that it's helpful to share in that way, but it's also not so linear. we can experience all of these different energies at once. So I just wanted to kind of share that because it answers a lot of the questions that we have, like, how is this possible? And the truth is that anything is possible on higher dimension of thought. We are so limited in our singular perception here in this life because this is the experience that we're here to learn from in this lifetime. But I just kind of wanted to share that for people who are thinking about karma and like, you know, can can these past lives exist at once? And like, how does that all work? I just wanted to share that we are multifaceted beings and that we do have this more expansive energy that we can connect to at any point. And also we're able to expand and connect to like our higher self and our soul and get some of these answers for ourselves. So we've been talking so much about our experience, what we've learned, what we know to be true. And in the beginning, we did this, you know, that drop in because we want you guys to be able to feel for yourself. What is your truth here? What are the things that you feel? And you're empowered to do that anytime you connect to that divine within you, to that infinite, expansive light source within you, um, when you connect to God within you, you're able to access your truth and feel for yourself these these truths that we've been sharing. Yeah. And, you know, in that same vein of, of the fullness of life, it's knowing that all of these things that Dana just talked about, this, this infinite-ness of, of us, um, you know, coming to each experience that you're having right now in this singular plane, a high vibration is not better than a low vibration. Um, a lower consciousness is not better than a higher consciousness. It just is. And, um, you know, pain just is and hope just is. And all of that is the fullness of life. And it's saying, okay, yes, I met this with a lower vibration. What was that teaching me? And what is this higher vibration teaching me? And what, how do I want to lean in further? Um, So I just kind of want to leave you with some of the words that we're using might not be, might not resonate for you, or they might not capture the fullness behind everything, you know, saying like, you know, oh, I met this at a high vibration. You know, some people might say, oh, well, that's just spiritually bypassing to say, raise your vibration. But it's an, it's understanding the the energy behind the words that we're using because we are limited to these mm-hmm. human words in this this singular plane, our, our ex- human experience that we're having right now. Um, but hopefully you can connect with the energy behind our words and what resonates as truth. Um, one thing that I love doing, even as Dana, you, you know, you were talking about the infiniteness of us is feeling that connection in my body, in my G center, uh, to all my 
realities and all my truth and all my infiniteness and the connection to all beings connected to that source, feeling that expansion within my body, that energy being felt is, is so, um, so expansive and it's, it's hard to capture with words. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some of the things, oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say like, we wanted to leave you guys with some takeaways of, yeah. we've talked about this whole episode about soul contracts in this very conceptual way. And if you're listening and you're feeling like, okay, in my life, I want to have more awareness of what are my soul contracts? What are the things that I came here to learn? The situations, the characteristics that I'm here to have, the things that are uniquely here for me that my soul chose so that I can grow, expand, and evolve the way I came here to. I wanted to say that the first tool we recommend is what Shana just said, tuning into your G-Center and feeling your connection to that infinite, to that divine. Because from that place, that portal in your G-Center, you have this constant access to understanding higher truths, to feeling your own truth. Um, and that is like an incredible tool. Anytime that you're like, this stuff is overwhelming or you're curious, you want to know more, that comfort is always there for you. And those answers are always there for you. And then I also wanted to say that if another good tool for discovering your soul contracts, remembering past lives is yoga nidra. So it's a type of, of kind of guided meditation or hypnosis that you can, you know, go online and find different yoga nidras or different yoga nidra facilitators. Um, but that's been a really powerful way for me to receive messages from spirit, extremely clear messages. This is your soul contract. This is why it's here. This is, you know, you know what it felt like for you as a soul to agree upon it. And that's been super helpful for me to have that tool to remember so clearly and so distinctly what my soul contracts are. Um, and there's other tools too, like past life regression. We've had Spirit Sis, our good friend on here. She does past life regression ceremonies. Um, that's something that we really recommend if you're wanting to get more clarity and more of a, a defined sense of knowing about what your soul contracts are. Um, yeah. And also, you know, um, dream journaling, I think is really helpful because I've had a lot of, um, clarity around my soul contracts through dreams um mm -hmm. and obviously our favorite which is human design mm -hmm. can really help you understand your soul contracts from a very practical place like these mm -hmm. are my gifts and from there you once you know your gifts and you know your strategy and authority you start deconditioning and that deconditioning process um, allows you to have more of a, um, more awareness around your soul contracts, mm -hmm. just in general, it starts opening that, that door to being able to see them and observe them and know like how you are, what's the highest expression for you to lean into mm -hmm. with, um, all the relationships in your life and with yeah. other people's designs. Cause within human design, you know, you can see in your different gates and channels, each one of those is this full spectrum. On one end of it is a fear or a challenge. And on the other end of that same quality is a gift that you're here to share. So just having awareness of your gates helps you understand, okay, I have these challenges that I'm here to learn through or these fears that I'm here to transcend. That is a part of my life journey. That is a part of my unique curriculum. And then also 
Anytime that you're just following your strategy and authority and navigating life in alignment, you are naturally brought to be the right pla- into the right place at the right time to receive these soul contracts, to meet these people that are going to be a part of your life, to have these experiences that are meant for you, that your soul chose for you. So just focusing on following your strategy and authority, it's kind of like the biggest shortcut ever. It like bypasses all other tools in our opinion because it brings you to this aligned place where you don't have to try to be there to meet your lessons. Like life carries you where you're meant to be to learn those things, to meet those people in the divine timing. So that's like our, yeah. you know, literally I'm going to have like on my grave when I die, like follow your strategy and authority. Cause that <laughs> is like, it's probably like we're like a broken record, but we just believe in it so much. Like it's just such a beautiful We've just way. Seen it. Yeah. We've just seen it so much and felt it so much. And it is such a empowering thing. Um, and it literally is the answer to every question mm-hmm. ever. And it doesn't invalidate anything. You yeah. know, these painful things that happen in your life, that doesn't mean that they're not painful. It doesn't mean that they're not hard. It doesn't mean that they're not wrong or not upsetting. You know, it just means that how can I meet this hard, this hardness with truth? and with my truth and be empowered to feel what I feel and find my truth, even when the, you know, water's murky, even when you don't know what the lesson is and things are difficult and they are hard because I still am constantly learning the lesson with my mom. I mean, I know I brought that up earlier, but it really is every single day feeling into the shit and (laughs) still saying what is my truth here yeah what is my what is my presence here and what is my authority guiding me to do in this moment Mm -hmm. not in reflection of past moments not in projections of what i think future moments might be difficult with but what is my truth in this moment and how can i honor myself and meet me there um, mm-hmm. to, to navigate these soul contracts. So I just have so much gratitude for life and for this human experience um, and for the, the soul family and the contracts and the lessons and all the things that I chose in my life um, and how beautifully connected we, we all are. So I know that everyone listening here we are connected to you. We are in the same flow of energy. And um, I'm just grateful that you're that you're connecting with us today. Hopefully this hasn't been too all over the place because I know it <laughs> kind of has been. But um, yeah, we just we love you guys. And as always, you can connect with our stuff um, at daylunalife.com. If you're wanting to get deeper into your strategy um and really understanding your design we have our video master classes um for each of the types we're also going to be launching some more video uh content for you guys about all the different channels and everything that's going to be coming in the next you know month or so so keep an eye out for that and um you know you can find our boxes on there everything that we offer daylunalife.com or our instagram at dayluna you can reach out to us at hello at daylunalife.com if you have any questions or want to connect.
further. So thank you guys for showing up here. I invite you to take a deep breath and just let yourself be exactly as you are today and meet yourself there. So we love you guys and have a beautiful rest of your day.